We're going to be learning the Kutusichis Chayel Chavimel, the first Sicha for Parshas Nosei. And this week's Parsha discusses the Karbonis and Nesim, the Karbonis that the Nesim brought for the Chanukas Hamizbeach. And we're going to focus on the carbon that the Nasi of Shevet Ephraim brought, which was on Shabbos. And we're going to discuss how was he allowed to bring it on Shabbos. Within this discussion, we'll be um, getting into the sugya of the Chuyah and Hutra, and we'll see that within Hutra, there's three different types of categories of Hutra. So in this week's Parsha, this is in Perg Zayin, Pasik Manchas. The Pasik tells us, On the seventh day, the Nasi of Bnei Ephraim, Elishama Ben Amihud, brought his carbon. So the question is, what does B'yam HaShvi'i mean? So the Ibn Ezra tells us, B'yam HaShvi'i, Some say it was brought on Shabbos, and it was a ruling for the time. Because usually the rule is a Yochid, an individual is not allowed to bring a carbon, a Nedava, on Shabbos. But over here was a Yerasha that he was allowed to bring it. Others say that when it says, Yom HaShvi, doesn't mean the seventh day of the week. It means the seventh day of bringing karbanis. So they skip Shabbos, as we know that the uh, we know that the Chanukah Mizbeach was on was on Rosh Chodesh Nissan, which was on a Sunday that year. So they would have brought it until Friday, and then they skip Shabbos and they continued on Sunday again. And um, he tells so, and, and he says he agrees with the second opinion. But we know the opinion of Chazal is actually that it was brought on Shabbos itself. So the Medrash tells us, this is in Medrash Rabbah, Parsha Yud Gimel, um, Sif Beis. It tells us that Hashem said that there were three things that the Nesim did wrong. Or I should say, Shalai they didn't do properly, would probably be a better way of saying. There's three things they didn't do properly. One, is that they brought their Karbanis on Shabbos. Two, that they brought a Karban Chattis. A Karban Chattis could usually only be brought if there's a sin. A yachet to bring a carbon chatz if he did in the bear. Over here, there, he's bringing a carbon chatz even though there was no sin involved. And also, they brought a katyrus. A katyrus is not something that a yachet is allowed to bring. A katyrus is brought by the tzibur. But because of the chavivus of the inyan of, of the karbonus nesim, it says that Hashem accepted that. Because of the chavivus of it, he says Hashem was makabal. And the lashon of the mendesh is halam dan kama carbon hanesim chav l'kniyah kadosh bar. So the mashmois of this medrash is clearly that, of course, they did bring it on Shabbos, and that was some, considered something which wasn't proper, but because of the chavivos, Hashem accepted it. So the mashmois is that, that they shouldn't have done it. L'chayr. The mashmois is that they shouldn't have done it. It was shalai but Hashem accepted it anyway. We look at a second medrash. This is in Parsha Yudalid, uh, Sif uh, Aleph. So the medrash tells us, that, and it's talking about the Korban of, of, of the Shevet of Ephraim. So it says that Shloi Taimar You shouldn't say, how was he able to mechal Shabbos? The Korban Yach is not Shabbos, but he brought it on Shabbos. So Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu Loyof Pivasa Sha'aniya Ma'artil Moshe Nasi Yachad Liyayim Nasi Yachad Liyayim So Hashem says, he didn't do it on his own. I told him to do it through Moshe Rabbeinu. As the Pasuk says, and this is right before the Karbanas and Nesim, it says that Hashem tells Moshe that Nasi that each Nasi should bring it day by day. Which the Medrash is teaching, it doesn't just mean that each Nasi should bring it day by day 
one on the first day and then skip Shabbos. So I'd rather Nesa Echel Yim, the double expression, needs to tell us that there shouldn't be any type of hapsik in between. Nesa Echel Yim, Nesa Echel Yim, meaning is the Yoyims need to be connected. There can't be any type of hapsik, so that includes Shabbos also. So I was the one that told Moshe Rabbeinu to learn. So the Pashtas, according to the first Madrish, they'd be learning this Pasik that when Hashem said, Nesa Echel Yim, Nesa Echel Yim, it means except for Shabbos. Well, according to the second address, the double expression, Nas Echaliyah, Nas Elohim, is coming to tell us that it can't be any hapsik, therefore it has to be Shabbos also. So Hashem is saying, I told Moshe to do it. So there's a big difference over here. According to the first Medrash, then it seemed it's something wrong. According to the second Medrash, they did something which was good. Hashem told them to do it that way. When you're Medayik, even in the first Medrash, it's impossible to say that they did something which was wrong. Shalaiku Hugan means that that usually this type of act is something which is not permitted. But over here, the Herzari Rai Shah Hashem allowed it to be done. And this is Mukher. You have to say that it was something that they were allowed to do. Because why would Moshe and the Koyanim and Levim have brought the Karbanis of, of Ephraim if it was something which was Asr? The Koyanim are going to be Makru, the Karbanis, if it was something that was Asr. Elamai, of course, it was Mutter. Even Rashi tells us. Rashi tells us that Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu first asked Hashem about bringing in their Karbanis. So of course it was mutter for them to bring it, and it's called Shleikahugan because Papayal had pushed off Shabbos. Like Shabbos was pushed away, you weren't able to make the Indian of Shabbos over here. But of course they did something right. So according to the first Medrash, the first Medrash, it was, it was Deicha the Indian of Shabbos, therefore Shleikahugan. While according to the second Medrash, it was, that was Tziva Hashem, it was something which was totally fine. And that fits well in the first Medrash, because when the first Medrash says that that the Hashem was Mekabalit, it means is that because this was the idea of the of the Nesim. The Nesim had an idea to bring it all 12 days, including the day of Shabbos, and Hashem was Mekabal. Hashem was Mekabal their, uh, their Svar, and the purpose of bringing it uh, without any interruption, because it shows on the Indian of Akhtus, and Hashem accepted it, and that's how it was done. But, and, and it was a Chavivus to it. Hashem liked the Korban of Nesim, and he, he was happy that they should be in 12 consecutive days, and therefore he permitted it to be done on Shabbos. But there's still something which is Shalai Kuhugin, because the Pail Shabbos was pushed off. Masha'ik, according to the second Medrash, that was not a problem at all. Hashem Lechatechila wanted it to be done in that way. So we need to understand what's exactly the Svar Samachlech. So why, according to the first Medrash, was it not, was it Inyan of Deicha? They weren't, it was only, uh, they, they pushed off the Inyan of Shabbos. While according to the second Medrash, that was the Tzivya Hashem Lechatechila. This is what Hashem wanted. There are different svars that are given. Some cipher gives us one possible way of understanding it. So there's a there's a machloikis. This is in Horiyostaf Dalam Aleph regarding the parhelam davar shotzibur that there's halacha that if the Sanhedrin makes a psaktin and based on that psaktin the roiv of the kahal do an aver based on the psaktin the base they give that you need to bring a parhelam davar shotzibur. So there's a machloikis who brings the carbon. So the Tanakhama says, if the roiv of the kahal do the Avera, then the Sanhedrin brings it. Rabbi Yehuda holds that each shevet brings his own. So there's, since there's 12 shevatim, so each shevet would bring his own uh, par. According to Shivan, it's actually 13. All each shevet plus the Sanhedrin. So what's the pshat? Why does, Rabbi, why does Rabbi Yehuda hold that each shevet needs to bring his own carbon? Because since the Pasuk says that the kahal, it's, it's, it's brought because of the kahal, he holds that each shevet is called its own kahal. As we see by uh, Yaakov, when he gave the bracha to Yosef, he says, Nesahaticha le kahal ami. Now I'm going to give you as a kahal ami that you're going to have two kihilais. 
Who are those two kilos? That Ephraim and Menashe would both be considered Shvat. So according to Yehuda, since each Shevet is called a Kahal, therefore each Shevet needs to bring a carbon. And this also is, of course, not Geminus if, let's say, it's Roiv of one Shevet, but it's not Roiv, let's say, it's Roiv of one Shevet uh, follows the Beisden, but the rest of Kala Yisrael don't. So according to the Tanakhama, of course, you don't need to bring any type of carbon because it wasn't the Roiv of the Yidin. But according to Yehuda, Reb Shimon, since it was Roiv of one Shevet, so that Shevet needs to bring a carbon. And not to get into the details, but according to Rabbi Yehuda, once one shaven has to bring, all the shvatim have to bring. About Mashiach, according to Shimon, only that one shaven has to bring for themselves. You don't, it doesn't, uh, doesn't pull all the other shvatim into it. But either way, the point is that there's Machlekes, the Tanakam, and Rabbi Yehuda, whether one shaven is called a cow or, or not. So Lachaira, he says, this could be the, the Sparsa Machlekes. Halacha is, it tells us in, this is the Gemara in um, Tamura, Dr. Dala, it tells us there's a machlekes, uh, sorry, it tells us that there are, there are differences between the carbon yachid and the carbon tzibar. He says one of the differences between the carbon yachid and the carbon tzibar is that carbon tzibar are doiche shabbos, while a carbon yachid cannot be doiche shabbos. And Rameir disagrees. He says, well, no, that's incorrect. Rameir holds that what's a, a carbon has, which has a kvias man is doiche shabbos, but a carbon which doesn't have a kvias man is not. What's the Nafimina? So let's say you have the Chavite Kain Gadol. Kain Gadol will bring a, a daily Mincha. So we know that that's, he brings it every single day, including Shabbos. So our mayor says it's because it has a Kaviyah Siman. Since it's a Kaviyah Siman, therefore it's able to be Doichad in of Shabbos, even though it's a Karban Yachid. But according to the Tanakhama, what's Pshat? It's a Karban Yachid. How is it Doichad in of Shabbos? And not that that's a whole different sugya, but I think the Mephorshim uh, discussed, it's like according to Rebbe, according to the Tanakhama, that, that Minchas Chavite Kain Gobel might be considered a carbon Sibur, a different discussion. But the point is, according to Tanakhama, any carbon Sibur is Doicha, the Inyan of Shabbos. While according to the Rameir, only a um, a carbon which has a Kaviyas man, it has to be brought on a particular day, doesn't make a difference if it's a yachid or a carbon tzibur, that is what's going to be Deich Shabbos. So our medrash, Lechaira, is going according to the first opinion. It's going according to the opinion of Tanakhama, that what's relevant is the carbon a carbon yachid or is a carbon tzibur. If it's a carbon yachid, it cannot be pushing off Shabbos. And if it's a carbon tzibur, it wouldn't be able to be pushed off Shabbos. So he says, what's the machalikis, the first and second medrash? According to the first medrash, he holds it was one shave, it was shave of Ephraim. Shevet Ephraim is one shevet. That's the Shita Tanakama is not considered kahal. So it has a gather of a carbon yachid. A carbon yachid doesn't is not the Shabbos. According to the second medrash, Shevet Ephraim is, is its own shevet. Therefore, it's considered a kahal. And a kahal is is a carbon seber because the whole kahal is bringing this carbon. Therefore, it has the gather of a carbon seber. And therefore, it's able to be deich Shabbos even lachatchila, even lachatchila dekatein. That's one shat. Second shat. Even before we get to the second shot, just a, a, a little bit, the rubber brings in Ha'ara, a Raghachavar, which gives a little bit of a different kinech over here. So says, according to the Raghachavar, he has a Chakira, if Shevet Ephraim is considered a Shevet regarding this Indian, because we, we, there's 12 Shvatim, but we know that Yosef was split into two, was split into Ephraim and Menashe, and therefore Ephraim and Menashe, for certain things, are considered as a Shevet, while certain things they are not. So he says, the Machlekes between these two opinions could be, if in regards to the 
the Indian of Karbanis to Shabbos, a Korban Sibur, are they considered a Kahal or not? The first opinion says that, sh- that even though in general a Shevet could be considered a Kahal, but Shevet Ephraim is not considered Kahal for this Indian. They're considered a Yachid. So since it was Shevet Ephraim that brought on Shabbos, they would be considered Yachidim, and therefore it's a Yachid that brought on Shabbos, and therefore it's Shulay Gohogin. Walk over to the second uh, Medrash, they hold that Shevet Ephraim is considered a Kahal, even regarded a Korban Sibur, and therefore the Korban that the Nasi brought for his Shevet would be considered a Korban Sibur. So that's the first option with the Kanech of the Raghat Shavar, which is fine. But then there's a second Aif and how to explain this Machlekes. The second way of learning it is Apiyallacha. Halacha Lamaisa, the Raman Paskin, that, that uh, each Shevet is considered a uh, it's considered a Sibur, and therefore each Shevet would have to bring uh, the Barahal and Dabashal Sibur. So, so what's the Machlekes over here between the first Medrash and the second? The question is who brought the Korban? Was it the Nasi that brought the Korban? Or was it the Nasi that brought the Korban on behalf of his Shevet? What's this, what's, what's this far? So the Pasuk tells us, So Rashi tells us that when it says, uh, when it says at the end of the parasha, the second time, that this is the Korban of Nachshah ben Minadav, it's telling us that he brought it from his own funds. And when it says at the beginning that the Nasi was Nachshah ben Minadav, the Mati Yehuda, it's telling us why he was able to bring it first. Meaning is, each Nasi, starting with Nachshon and also all the other Nasim, they spent their, used their own funds to bring their Karbanas. That's what we say, Zer Karban Nachshon, the Zer Karban of each uh, Nasi, it says that, that expression, to tell us that he brought it with his own funds. But he brought it, so it's his own funds, so it has a union of a Karban Yachad there. But he brought it on behalf of the Shevet, Baharaya. Why was Shevet Yehuda first? It's because Shevet Yehuda, was the union of Malchus. Therefore, Shevet Yehuda was able to, um, that's why they have to go first, because they were the kings. So we see that it also was connected to the union of the Shevet. So that this is the Machlekes then. According to the first Medrash, since Bepeil, the money, the Metzius of the Skarban was, it was a Yachid that was paying for it, even though his Kavana was for the whole Shevet. But Bepeil, whose Skarban was, it was his Skarban with his own funds, so carbon yachin, therefore it can't be Deich HaShabbos and have to be Hayroi Shah, that will be Deich HaShabbos in this scenario. Ashink, according to the second opinion, it was considered a carbon Sibur since it was brought for the sake of, uh, of, the, of, the, of the tribe. And according to this, we could also understand the third Medrash. The Medrash brings in Parsha Yud Gimel, Piska Yud Gimel, that on the Pasig Zeh, Korban Nachshim so we're saying Zeh Karban Nachshon Minadav, as we mentioned earlier, it means he brought it Mishulai Hevi, Eloi Shagav Mishitav Hevi. And it says, Midaik on the word Zeh, that Zeh Karban Deichus Shabbos, but ain't Karban Yachid Deichus Shabbos. That this Karban is able to be Deichus Shabbos, but not other Karbanas are able to be Deichus Shabbos. So it says, Ve'en Karban Yachid Deichus Shabbos. So that's a flat, it's a Stam Lashon. A Karban Yachid is not able to be Deichus Shabbos. So this Karban could be Deicha, but a Karban Yachid cannot be Deicha. So it's mashma that this itself isn't a carbon yachid. So a carbon yachid doesn't say zeh carbon deiches shabbos ain't shar carbonus yachid deiches shabbos. It just gives a flat rule ain't carbon yachid deiches shabbos, but zeh carbon is deichah. So it's clear that this isn't a carbon yachid. But on the other hand, this itself that you need a limbo to say zeh carbon nachminada that zeh carbon deichah implies that it has a connection to a carbon yachid, or else why would you need a limud? But according to how we've been explaining it, it makes sense. 
it's because it has a connection to a carbon yachid because it was from his own funds, as the Medrash just said. But on the other hand, it had a din of a carbon sibur. So the Hagra the, the, the is that it has a din of a carbon sibur, and therefore they were allowed to bring it on Shabbos. The problem, though, with these two answers, it doesn't fit well into the second Medrash. The Lashon of the Medrash is, it wasn't that he did it on his own. Rather, I gave a command. I said that he should do it. Why does Hashem need to give a special command to Moshe that you should never have a break, you should even do it on Shabbos? It's, it's a carbon of the Tzibor. According to the second Medrash, this has a din of a carbon Tzibor. A carbon Tzibor is always Deich HaShabbos. You don't need a Tzibor Yuchet to tell you that a carbon Tzibor is Deich HaShabbos. The Mela, according to the third Medrash that we mentioned, we, could, we, can, we can give that answer. We can say, What's the Chiddush of the, that third Medrash? That the, the word Zeh, Zeh, this carbon is Deicha, and not any other carbon. What, what's Hashem saying? That this carbon is Deicha, because this carbon is considered a carbon of a, of a that a carbon of a Nasi considered a carbon of the Tzibur. But by our Medrash, all that the Medrash says is that Hashem replied, that you're supposed to have it continuously. That's not telling us the main Chiddush. The main Chiddush L'chayr is that this carbon is considered, the carbon of the Nasi is considered really the carbon of the Tzibur. You don't see that at all in the Lash of the Medrash, Nasi Echaliyam, Nasi Echaliyayim. Nasi Echaliyayim is just telling you that you're supposed to do on Shabbos. But that's something which is moving May law. All we need to know is that this is considered a carbon Tzibur, then automatically you know you're able to bring it uh, on Shabbos. So Elamai, it doesn't work. It seems like the main Chiddush, according to the second Medrash, is how gufa that you're allowed to bring it on Shabbos, meaning that even according to the first Medrash, uh, sorry, according to the second Medrash, it's Mashmah that it was a carbon Yachid, it was not a carbon Sibur, but nonetheless, there was a Tzibur Meyuchid to bring it on Shabbos, and that was Mutter Lagamri. So let's focus, before, you know, before we get to the Rebbe's answer, the Rebbe brings an interesting R24. So we mentioned earlier that there's actually a Machlaikis in the Gemara between uh, the Tanakhama Rameer, what uh, which carbonus is Deicha Shabbos? We said, according to the Tanakhama, what's Deicha Shabbos is any carbon Tzibur that a carbon Yachid cannot be. And therefore, we have the Shaila, how can a carbon Yachid be brought on Shabbos? According to a mayor, it has nothing to do with if it's a carbon Yachid or not. The main thing is, is it, it doesn't have a Zman Kavua. If it has a Zman Kavua, it's Deicha Shabbos. If not, not. It says, according to a mayor, we have a very easy answer for this Medrash. According to a mayor, it'd be very Gishmak. This Medrash goes according to a mayor. That a mayor holds that what's relevant is it has a Zman Kavua. And that's what Hashem is replying. They come and say, Karben Yachid, it's Mechal Shabbos. So Hashem replies, are they bringing it on their own? If they're bringing it on their own, then any If they brought it on their own, then it doesn't have a Kaviyas man. And uh, you weren't, they're Mechal Shabbos by bringing it on Shabbos. So Hashem says, I was the one that commanded them to bring it. But they have to bring it every single day without any interruption. So that works very nice according, if we want to answer according to Mayor. So according to this, we can explain the Machalikas like this. According to the first Medrash, that would be like according to Tanakam, that what's relevant is, is it a carbon Yachid? Is it a carbon Tzibur? It was a carbon Yachid, and therefore Shalaika Hogan. It had to be a special erasure. According to the second Medrash, it goes according to Dasra Mayor. And the Medrash is saying, I gave the command, that it has to be done every single day, including Shabbos. Therefore, it had his man and it was Mutter and Gansen to bring it on Shabbos. Beautiful answer. But the Rebbe says, but he doesn't like it just because, again, it doesn't fit so well in the Lush of the Medrash. 
Because the Medrash says, in the Haggadah of the Medrash, he says, Haloy ain't carbon yachid doichas a Shabbos, v'zehikur v'shabbos. It says, a carbon yachid is not doichas a Shabbos. A carbon yachid is not doichas a Shabbos. Uh, but according to Rameir, it's not Tolui if it's a carbon yachid of a carbon cedar. What's relevant is that it's a, it, it, it has a kvizma. So really what the Medrash, if this Medrash goes according to the opinion of Rameir, what it, the question should have been that it doesn't have a kvizma. So therefore, how could be Deich Shabbos? And their answer is that Hashem gave it a Kviyazman. Why is it saying that it's a Korban Yachid? According to me, it doesn't matter if it's Korban Yachid or Korban Tzibah. The only thing that's relevant is it, is it, is it has a Kviyazman or not. So therefore, the Rebbe just says, Lafiz ain't moving the Lashon. Halay ain't Korban Yachid Deich Shabbos. It should have said that, uh, as I mentioned, that it doesn't have a Kviyazman. So the Rebbe goes into a, a, another answer which will fit beautifully in the Medrash. So the Rebbe says as, as that there's two concepts. There's an union of Dechuya, but it's a mitzvah sasek deicha. Loisa say there's an union of Dechuya and the union of Chutra. Where does this concept come from? So that we find it in Shas and Psachim Adaf Ayin Zayin when it talks about the union of Tumah Chutra B'Tzibur. That we know that a carbon Tzibur, if Roiv of the Kahal is Tame, then the carbon Pesach is able to be brought to Tumah. So the Mar has a Shiloh. When it says that uh, the carbon Pesach is Deicha Tumah, is that, is it just doichet or does it become mutter? What, if it's doichet or mutter, what is it, what's the difference? So the difference is like this. Let's say roi v'tzibar tami. But, and also the koinim of that family that are serving on Yudal and Nisan, the koinim that are there, they're also tami. So if you're saying that the tuma is doichet, sorry, that the korban tzibar is, the, the korban pasach is doichet, the tuma, what does that mean? It means because since the Korban Pesach is so important, it's able to be doich of the Isser of Tumah uh, by a Korban. That's how important it is. So it pushes it away. But if it pushes it away, there's, that means there's still something wrong going on. It's just that this is so much more important, it pushes that issue uh, away. So therefore, if you have the Koyinim who are currently working the base of Migdash or Tameh, but there are other Koyinim and other families completely tar, so of course, get the other family. Try to minimize the Tumah as much as possible. We push away the tomb because of the importance of the carbon zebra, because of the carbon, sorry, not the carbon zebra, because of the importance of the carbon pasach. So we bring the carbon pasach, but try to minimize the tomb as much as impossible. You're, 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 you're making things tome. That's still something bad. So minimize it. Masha if you're saying that tumah hutra b'tzibu, that means is that for this pasach, there's no concept of tumah. There's nothing wrong with a tumah by this particular carbon. It's fine. It, it doesn't make a difference. So if there's no problem with Tumah, then you don't need to bother getting other Kayanim. The Kayanim are Tameh, so who cares if the Kayanim are Tameh? Having a Tameh Kayanim is completely mutter. That's fine. It's, it's, it's fine to have a carbon Kayanim uh, Tameh, and you wouldn't need to bother getting another Kayanim. Another Nafkamina would be, we know that Tzitz is Meratza al Tumah. That if you have a carbon which is Tameh, the Tzitz is, and it's being brought as a carbon, the Tzitz will be Meratza on the Tumah. So what happens, let's say you have an Arab Pesach, Yudal and Nisan, most of the Tzibar are Tameh. And unfortunately, the Tzitz is broken. The Tzitz broke. So if, are you allowed to bring the carbon? The Rav of the Tzibar is Tameh, but you don't have a Tzitz. So if you hold that Tuma is only Duchuya, that means that you're still doing something wrong. It's just that the importance of the carbon Pesach pushes it off. But and it's and it's the chuya. 
So you bring it anyways, even though it's tame. I, a carbon tame, has no chalais. So we know that the tzitz is maratza. So the tzitz is maratza in such a scenario. When it's a shayu, you go where you're allowed to bring it. So the tzitz will be maratza, meaning it'll make the carbon kosher. Even though it's tame, the tzitz finishes off the process. But if you hold tumahutra betzibar, then you don't need the tzitz because you're not doing anything wrong. Tumahutra betzibar means that by this carbon pesach of this year, there's no concept of tumah. Tumah or tower doesn't really matter. It's not part of the equation. That means this carbon is completely fine. It's not even considered a carbon tablet. So you don't need the tzitz the mirata on that tumah. So if the tzitz is broken, according to tumah dechuyu betzibar, you wouldn't be able to bring it. But if you hold tumah hutra betzibar, even if there's no tzitz, you'd still be able to bring the carbon. It would be a completely kosher carbon. It would not be considered a tamer kamer at all. So A, it wouldn't be any of virus involved. And B, the carbon itself B, will have a ritzu where we have a chalice of a carbon. Another famous example of this concept is Pukuf Nefesh is Deicha Shabbos. So let's say there's a situation, a person has a very bad cut, could bleed out, God forbid. And you have two options. You have a bandit in front of you, but it's too large. You have to cut it. You can cut it with your left hand, which is with, which would be through a Shinoi. And if you cut it with the left hand, a Shinoi, then it won't be Asu Midaraisa, it's only Isra Banan. Or you can cut it with your right hand, which would be an Isra Daraisa. Mitzad, how long would it take? Let's say it's the same amount, left hand, right hand, both take you five seconds. Which one should you use? So if you say it's just Deicha Shabbos, that means there's still a concept of Shabbos over here. It's just that the Pukuch Nefesh just pushes it away. So in this situation, use your, use your left hand. Try to minimize the Chivul of Shabbos as much as possible. But if you're hold that the Pukuch Nefesh is Mater Shabbos, that means there's no Chivul of Shabbos here anyway. So what's the difference if you use your right hand or left hand? With Tzad the of Shabbos, this is a totally Mutter Mice. It's like eating. Like you need to eat with your left hand when you're eating your chalant or your right hand, it doesn't matter. Use your right hand. So also here, you could use your right hand because it becomes completely mutter. So that would be the sparse machlikas between these two midrash. According to the first midrash, the Hayroi Shah was that they can bring, that the carbon yachet, the, the, the nasi who's bringing his carbon, it's doichet Shabbos. Therefore, it's still shleikahugan. It was Hayroi Shah, so that he was allowed to do it, but it's shleikahugan. Because it's only Deichet, there still is the problem that it put, had to push away Shabbos. According to the second Medrash, it was the Hayrasha was Matur the Indian of Shabbos. That means there was no Chilul Shabbos over here at all. The Hayrasha, since Hashem gave it Tzivui, Hashem gave the command that this is the way how the carbon is supposed to be brought. If this is how the carbon is supposed to be brought, of course that's not an Indian of Bidiyav, an Indian of that's being Deichet the Indian of Shabbos. This is the Chatchila, how the carbon is supposed to be brought. Just like, for example, a person brings a carbon musaf to Shabbos. Bring a carbon musaf in Shabbos is not doicha the union of Shabbos. This is how the carbon is supposed to be brought. That was the command of Hashem. Hashem commanded the carbon musaf to be brought on Shabbos. Hashem commanded the carbon of the nasi of Shevet Ephraim to be brought on Shabbos. So that would be a heter lagam. Now we're going to go to step two of the Sicha. This is going to take this concept to a much deeper level. The Hector. There is a fourth medrash. In the beginning of Parsha, Yudalid, Piska, Beis. It tells us, Me, Hikdimani Bashali. Who will precede me and I will pay him? It's a Pasikaniyad. Which the Medrash translates to me is that whoever proceeds to do something good, even before the command was there, I will pay him eventually. Who's an example? So, one example the Medrash gives is let's say a person has no money to get stuck, he's poor. So, he's not Mkhuyiv to get stuck, but he's Makhim to give. The, the tzedakah, anyway, Hashem will pay him back with riches. Another example he gives us from Yosef. So this is Yosef, it says in the Pasuk um, that he, the Russian of the Pasuk was, 
that he prepared the food, for, uh, he prepared the food, which the Medrash learns that from the word of the hachana, that comes to the idea of that we say that the Yidim were supposed to prepare on the sixth day for the for Shabbos. So he says the lashon of the is coming to tell us that Yosef kept the Shabbos even before the Shabbos was given. Shabbos only given after they left Mitzrayim, and Yosef was makayim Shabbos already in the house of Potiphar. So the schus that Yosef kept the Shabbos then Hashem paid him back, that eventually his children would be able to bring a korban on Shabbos. So, Hashem permitted the tribe of uh, Ephraim to bring the korban as a suchus for what Yosef did. Shailah is, though, that's a, type, that's a very funny schar. Yosef was careful about Shemir Shabbos. So the schar that Hashem gives him is that his grandchildren don't need to keep Shabbos. So if you say that it's that, that it was only Deicha Shabbos, then for sure this is an issue. It's Deicha the Indian of Shabbos. I mean, Shabbos is literally being pushed off. It's just, it's permitted. And even if you say that it's Gans and Mutter, so it was Mutter for them to bring it. Fine, but, but they're not doing anything to keep the Shabbos. If you're just saying that this has nothing to do with Shabbos, it's not Machal of Shabbos, fine. But, but, but why would that be a Schar for Shemir Shabbos? Right? The Schar for Shemir Shabbos is that you could bring a carbon which won't be a Chil Shabbos. Shouldn't the Schar be connected that since they were Shemir Shabbos, then therefore Hashem gave him a schus to be Shemir Shabbos even in a greater way in the future. You know? So to explain this, we're going to discuss more the union of Hutra in a deeper way. Because there's three levels in, the, in how to explain the union of Hutra. One level of Hutra is, is that, let's go with Shabbos. That Shab, that Kuch um, Nefesh is so important that it's Matur the Shabbos, that Shabbos doesn't apply, that this is so important, Hashem says, I'm not putting Shabbos, uh, 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 the halachas of Shabbos won't apply whenever there's an, there's an issue of Kuch Nefesh. So meaning is, Mitzad, the Mailas of Kuch Nefesh, there won't be an Indian of Shabbos over here. Second way of learning Hutra is that Mitzad the Shabbos itself there's no chilo when it comes to kuch nefesh. Meaning is that Shabbos says that I have 39 malachas, but these 39 malachas don't apply when there's a situation. Kuch nefesh, Shabbos was never given in this type of scenario. So it's not that kuch nefesh is so important that it, that it's matter Shabbos, that, that the Shabbos won't apply. No, but sad Shabbos itself, it never really, it never applied. The Shabbos' rules never came into effect when it, there's an Indian of Shabbos. Or Shabbos itself says, you should be mechalal uh, Shabbos, and it won't be an issue. A third level of Hutra is that Shabbos, that a part of Shmir Shabbos is actually to, to mechalal Shabbos in order to protect someone who's sick. This is a Lashon of the Orchayim. It says, as Shabsoi Saiti Shmeiru, that you should be mechalal Shabbos, ahas kadeshi yishmar Shabbos atarbi, that a person has a situation of Kuch Nefesh, the Torah says you should be mechalo this one Shabbos in order you should, that you should be able to guard many more Shabbos. Meaning is the chilo of the Shabbos is really a part of the Shmir. That through saving this person's life, now this person could save many future Shabbos uh, going forward. So chilo Shabbos is actually, saving a person's life is a way to protect the Shabbos in the future. So chilo Shabbos, not only is it just hutter, but it's actually a form of Shmir. So just like not doing a malach on Shabbos is a form of Shmir Shabbos, when the occasion arises, that you need to machalal Shabbos to save a person's life, that would also be in the end of Shemir Shabbos. What are the Naphtimines? Option of the first option. Let's say it's just 
it, it, the sukkahness, uh, the fashas is so important that it pushes away shabbos. So what would be an example? That's an example we gave before. A person standing in front of you, uh, he has a terrible cut, he's, he's bleeding out. So you're, it doesn't make a difference. Use your right hand, your left hand, a shini, not a shini. Uh, you know, you can go quickly to another room and uh, get a band-aid from there or just or, or cut a band-aid right now. It's completely mutter. There's a situation of kuf nefesh. You're allowed to save the person's life by cutting that band-aid, uh, which is in front of you. You don't even need to run to the next room to get a ready-cut band-aid. Second option, that's one type of, but, but has to, the sukkahness to fashis is right there in front of you. But what happens when it's not a sukkahness to fashis right now, but it could develop into a situation of sukkahness to fashis in the future. So let's say it's, there's 10 minutes left to Shabbos. A person got a, a very bad cut. And this cut, if it's not treated, become infected and, and it could turn into a situation of sukkahness to fashis. So the question is, you know, should you wait 10 minutes and then go to the hospital, or should you take care of it right, right now? The person's right at this particular moment, it, there's no sakanas tafashas, right? It, it ha- hasn't gotten infected. It's a cut. You can, you can cover the cut yourself, fine, but you have to go to the hospital to get it treated because it could get infected. But right now, it's not actually infected. It might never become infected. It could become infected. You could wrap it yourself. It might never get infected, but you're not a doctor. You might not take care of it properly. It could in the future become infected. But right now, there's no infection. There's no sukkahness of fascist. It's just that it might develop. That's the case. So if you're saying, if what happens if you wait 10 minutes, will that make a difference? Does it become a sukkahness of fascist in the next 10 minutes? Could you die in the next 10 minutes because of it? No, definitely not. If you don't go in the next three days, yes, it could develop into it. So waiting 10 minutes is not making it a sukkahness of fascist or not. Like if it happened maybe Friday night, right when Shabbos started, if you wait till after Shabbos, it, it, that's a sakanas uh, It will turn into sakanas tafashis. But, but right now, it might, in 10 minutes, it's not going to turn into sakanas tafashis. It takes time for the wound to fester. So if you hold that the union of kuf nefesh, that it's so important that it's matur shabbos, but over here, there is no sakanas tafashis. Right now, there's 10 minutes left of shabbos. There will never be a sakanas tafashis on shabbos. It'll only develop into a sakanas tafashis after shabbos. So wait till after Shabbos, right away, go to the hospital before it develops into Sakanas Tafashis, and you're good to go. So beside that level of hutra, it could be that you wouldn't be allowed to go to the hospital. But if we're saying the second level of hutra, that beside Shabbos, that whenever there's in the there's no Indian of Shabbos over here. So then why wait the 10 minutes? This could develop. If you wait, if you wait, it could develop into a Scenario of Kuf Nefesh. So if it was Friday night, you'd be allowed to go to the hospital because, you know, you don't want to wait, obviously, till it becomes like uh, the person's on his deathbed and then try to fix it. Alamai, you want to take care of the situation before it becomes Kuf Nefesh. So it's Friday night, of course, you'd be able to do it. So now that there's 10 minutes left, you know in the future it will develop into a scenario of Kuf Nefesh. That means this cut already is a Kuf Nefesh thicker cut. So Shabbos itself says that there's no help. When it comes to Kuf Nefesh, there's no... There's, there's no chilo. It's not a chilo. Shabbos itself says, I, I don't have any 39 malachas when it comes to something which is dangerous, which, which can kill the person. So even if there's 10 minutes left of Shabbos, you can go in the car right away. There's not a problem. Shabbos, there's no chilo Shabbos in this situation. It's not even a fort of, that you're, you're completely, the, the, the Shabbos itself tells you that this is fine. So according to the, again, the first way of Hutra, the pearl, there's no Sukkanas Tafashis in front of you. So it's the greatness of Sukkanas Tafashis that's matter the Shabbos, but you don't have that Sukkanas Tafashis. And that will never be there on Shabbos. It's only going to develop sometime after Shabbos. Here, 
it doesn't make a difference. You don't need that the Sukhanas Nefrash is right in front of you. It's that this will develop into a case of Sukhanas Nefrash. That means that Shabbos itself says that my laws don't apply. What about the next way? The next way says that saving this person's life, that's a form of Shemir Shabbos. That means we have mitzvah to go on Shabbos and try to save this person's life. Because by going, Shabbos is saying, quick, save that guy's life so he can keep next week. So therefore, you can go on Shabbos, and actually, it would be a mitzvah to go on Shabbos. It would be a chilek of Shemir Shabbos is to go to the hospital and make sure you take care of the cat so it doesn't develop and fester and become infected and, and become dangerous. Of course, this is not Allah from the This is just explaining three types of hutra. Okay. So based on that, now we can go and, and understand the three medrash we mentioned earlier and also this fourth medrash regarding the Sakhriyas. Medrash number one was like this. Medrash number one was saying is that they did three things not properly. It was a carbon yachin, and Hashem was mitzad the chavivus of the carbonus. Hashem was doicha the inyan shabbos. Let's jump to medrash number three. That was also in Parshat Yedimol, by the way. Parshat Yedimol had two medrashim, the one I just mentioned, plus Parshat Yedimol, Piskid Yedimol had another medrash, which says, Zeh carbon nashim and other, that they paid it with their own funds. And this carbon is doicha shabbos, but a carbon yachin would not be. Which from that Lashon, we said that it's, that it's understood that this is not a carbon yachid. It says, Zah, but a carbon yachid won't be. So this is not a carbon yachid. This is something else. What was the Hira? The Hira, according to this magistrate, is that this is considered a carbon seedling. So according to Parsha Yudimel, in other words, let's just give it a Parsha Yudimel is telling us about how special the Karbanis Nisim were. That's really what Parsha Yudimel is talking about. And it goes through many topics of how special these Karbanis were. And in that, it tells us two levels of how powerful they were. According to one medrash, it was so important, it was Deicha Shabbos. And according to the second medrash, it was so important, it was Mater Shabbos, that this carbon Nasi was so important that it was a, came a carbon Sibor, and therefore was actually Mater Shabbos and Gantz. But it's beside the Kayach of the carbon. So that's the Dechuya and the first level of Hutra. Parsha Yudal is not talking about the carbon in the same. It's rather, it's talking about the carbon of the Nasi of Shevet Ephraim, which is on the seventh day. It's talking about the carbon which is brought on Shabbos. And it's talking about the Mila of Shevet Ephraim. What was the Mila of Shevet Ephraim? So the Medrash tells us that Mila was that Yosef was careful, careful in keeping Shabbos even before Shabbos was given. Therefore, he got a schar that he'd be able to guard the Shabbos in an even greater way. How? These are the two Midrashim that we're going to see. According to the Medrash number two that we've been discussing, that Hashem says, I gave the command. I gave the command means that this is, if Hashem's giving the command, that means it's not a heter, even for Shabbos. It's rather the chathila, this was, the carbon is supposed to be brought on Shabbos. Hashem is saying this carbon should be brought on Shabbos. So it's not the Peshat that it's matter Shabbos. No, it's, it's, it's the second level of Hutra. It's that this is supposed to be brought on Shabbos. This is not it never was, it's not the greatness of the Korban is Deich HaShabbos. For example, Korban Musaf on Shabbos, it's not the Pshat, the Korban Musaf is so important, it's Deich HaShabbos. No, the Korban Musaf is supposed to be brought on Shabbos. It's a hetter. Shabbos never says that a Korban Musaf is Haser. Korban Musaf is Mutter on Shabbos. So same thing over here. Hashem is saying that this Korban should be brought on Shabbos. That means it never was a Chilul Shabbos. So it's a hetter on the second level. That it's Mutter Lechatchila. The Russian server is that it's a Chilul tonight that there's a Tanai in Shabbos that in these types of scenarios, Shabbos doesn't apply. Then it's a case of, let's say, Kroth Nefesh, Shabbos doesn't apply. In the case of the Karim Musav, the carbon of the Nasi of Sheva Ephraim, 
Shabbos wouldn't apply. Cutting and shechita, these things would not be usher on Shabbos, it would be mutter. So that would be the second level of mutter. But then we reach the next measure. So it tells us it was a schar. What's the schar for keeping Shabbos? The schar is that this shevet was able to keep Shabbos in a much greater way than anybody else was. Meaning that this carbon was actually moisif in the Kedusha of Shabbos. By bringing this carbon, Shabbos is saying that you should bring the carbon. By bringing this carbon, you're actually being maktish the Shabbos. You're bringing extra Kedusha into the Shabbos by bringing this. This is the Chanukas Hamazbeach for the day of Shabbos, which is a Hisophis Kedusha in Shabbos. All the other Shvatim never had an opportunity. It started on Sunday, finished on Thursday. The only one who had that schus, that his carbon would be moistened in the Kedusha of Shabbos, was the Shevet Ephraim. That third carbon had the capability to add in the Kedusha of Shabbos. Just to add in this Kedush, that over here we're saying that the carbon of the Nasi of Ephraim, Shevet Ephraim, Nasi of Ephraim, was moistened in the Kedusha of Shabbos, and therefore it was mutter, and not only mutter is a mitzvah. This is even a greater Kedush than by other Kabbalists that were brought in Shabbos. For example, we know that the carbon Musaf was also brought in Shabbos, and carbon Musaf brought in Shabbos is not Chalal Shabbos that it's so important it pushes away. Rather, this is part of the mitzvahs of Shabbos that you're supposed to bring a carbon Musaf. But over there, that's the gather of the mitzvah. A carbon Musaf, what is the gather of the carbon Musaf? That it's brought on Shabbos. It's a Musaf of Shabbos. There's no other way to do it. This is exactly what Hashem wants. Masha'in came by the Chanukah Hamazbech. Technically, a Chanukah doesn't, what, 11 out of 12 days wasn't on Shabbos. It doesn't need to be on Shabbos. Similarly, we have, let's say, Bayibum. So Bayibum, we know that a Yobim is marrying his uh, sister-in-law. That's a of Kars. So it's not that the mitzvah is so important that it's able to be Deicha this Isra Kars. No, the mitzvah is that you're supposed to marry her. It's, that is the mitzvah. The way how to kind the mitzvah is by marrying the sister-in-law. That's why Tosis brings in Yobamis, that the reason why you can't learn out that Ase, Doicha Leisa, say, from Yibum, is because that's not an union of Ase, Doicha Leisa, say. That is the gezer of the mitzvah. The gezer of the mitzvah is to do, uh, that the, the, the Yobam gets married to the, the Yobama. That is the gezer of the mitzvah. It's not considered a Doicha, that is the Chatrila, the way you're supposed to do it. Second type of korban that's brought on Shabbos is the Tamidim. So a Tamid doesn't need to be brought on Shabbos. But, Bepoyol, since it's a carbon Tamid, it's supposed to be brought every single day, including the day of Shabbos. It actually tells us in the Gemara, this is in Bachim Daf Tzadik Aleph, that, that the Gemara want to learn out that when you have a situation of a Tamid, the question was, what happens if you have a carbon which is more Tadir? So, and then, but then you have another carbon which is more Kaddish. Which one should you bring first? You have a Tadr carbon, and then you have a Kaddish, a carbon which has more Kaddish. Which one should you bring first? So the Gemara wanted to say, you should bring the carbon which is more Tadr. Why? Because on Shabbos, you have the carbon Tadr. You also have the carbon Musaf. So the carbon Musaf is more Kaddish because it has the Kaddish of Shabbos. Mashenki in the Tadr is, is the carbon that you bring every single day, and it's Tadr. And what is brought first? The carbon Tadr is brought first because it's Tadr, and then only the carbon Musaf afterwards. So we see Tadr is more important. Mar says, no. Because since that korban is brought on Shabbos, that means the Shabbos Ahanyulei, that this is a korban Talmud which is brought on Shabbos, that the korban Talmud also has the Kedusha Shabbos. So it also has the Kedusha Shabbos within it. So the idea is that the korban Talmud, since it's supposed to be brought every single day, one of the days that it's supposed to be brought, Bikvias, Bitmitas, is on Shabbos. 
Therefore, again, that's not considered the Ramban, the Torah Shabbat says that this is not considered that it's Doiche Shabbos, but rather, again, this is the gather of the mitzvah, that this carbon is supposed to be brought on every single day, including Shabbos. It has to be brought on Shabbos. That's part of the gather of the mitzvah. Uh, it's not like, let's say, tzitzis. Tzitzis, we say it's Asei Doiche Leis to say that the tzitzis uh, uh, is Doiche. Why? Because technically, tzitzis never needs to have kalim. You never need to put wool on linen. You could. You don't need to have a linen shirt. But by Talmud, it has to be brought every single day. So Balkor has to be brought on Shabbos. So that's what the Torah so other wants to learn, that we see that the Korban Talmud, that's not considered again an Asei Dechalei today because that's the Gedu, the Mitzvah. I should point out that the, bring, the Rebbe does bring from the Toysus in Yuvamis, that the Toysus says that the vort, uh, the reason why we can't learn out from the Tamid, because the Tamid is Deicha Shabbos. So you're bringing, you're bringing the carbon Tamid on Shabbos. So why can't you learn Asay Deicha Leisaseh? So the Mar says because it's Tadr. So the Ramban learns Tadr, as we just explained, that since it's supposed to be brought every single day, that's clearly part of the Gedr, the Mitzvah. Taisus learns it a little bit differently. Taisus learns that since it's every single day, that shows that it has a much greater Cheshivas. It's every single day it's brought, that means it has a very big uh, Cheshivas. So you can't learn out Asay Deicha Leisaseh by Mitzvahs that come once in a while. Mitzvah, it's once in a while, lapdapka is deicha leisaseh. A mitzvah, which is tombid, yes, ase deicha leisaseh, it's brought every single day. It also could be deicha leisaseh, that's how important it is. But not a, a mitzvah that's just once in a while. We don't, we can't learn from the tombid that it would be deicha the leisaseh. That's what Taisa says. But either way, whether you learn according to the greater Kiddush of the Ramban or how the way the Taisa learns why you can't learn out ase deicha leisaseh from the tombid. But over here, you don't have either minus. The Chanukah Samizbeach, doesn't need to be. It's not something which is the etzim part of uh, Shabbos. It's connected to Shabbos, the Chayra. But I'll be this before we learn the Medrash. We wouldn't know that it has something to do with Shabbos. It has to do with the Chanukah Samizbechim. The Chayra doesn't need to be on Shabbos. Also, it's not something which is Tommy, even like the style of Tosis, that is every single day. So therefore, it has a certain mile of Asik Dechalisa. It doesn't even have every single day. It was the Fisha. It was brought for 12 days, and that's it. Never again. So that's the Chiddush of the Medrash, that the Chiddush of the Medrash is that even this carbon, that was actually a part of the mitzvah of Shabbos, that this is Moisif and Shmir Shabbos, that even though it's not part of the Geder of Shabbos like the Moses of the Shabbos, even though it's not Tamidis like the carbon Tabit, it's only Fisha, but nonetheless the Medrash is telling us that this is a part of Shabbos, and not only that, according to the, uh, the Medrash, Yosef, this is a scar of for, for guarding the Shabbos. Just wanted to finish off with one Ha'ara. This is Ha'ara 39. So the Rebbe brings us to a Gemara in Moed Katendat test. The Gemara tells us that by the time of the Chanukah HaMizbeach by Shloyma, the Chanukah was also on Yom Kippur. One of the days of the Chanukah was a 14-day Chanukah. One of them was Yom Kippur and they brought Kabbalah Sibur and they also were, they, they also ate and drank. So the Mara says that they made a Kabbalah Chaymer. They said, if by the Mishka, the Nesim who were, were able to bring a carbon, uh, it was the Kedusha was not Kedusha Sayyidah, and it was only a carbon Yach that was able to take Shabbos with Isra Skila. So for sure, the Mikdash, which is Kedusha Sayyidah, and they're only Mechal Yom Kippur because they ate and drank, uh, and that's only an Einish Kars, for sure they would be allowed to do it. Thus, haste that it seems like according to the Gemara, it's clearly learning that it has to do with the Maila of the Kurbanis, not Mitzad the Kedusha of Shabbos, because the, the, it's a Kabbalah saying, if 
this type of korban, which is much lesser type of kedusha, it was a yachid, and then it was able to be a chal shabbos, which is isr stila. So for sure, you're allowed to, in order for the simcha of the hamizbeach, kunukas habeis hamikdash, they were allowed to eat and drink on yom kippur, which is only an anish karis. So it's clearly that that this is an anish karis and this is an isr stila, something which is relevant. And we're saying is that if one could push away shabbos, the other could push away yom kippur. So the gemara is learning like the first medrash, the first and the third medrash, that it's an inyan of dechia. It's not an inyan of hutra, it's an inyan of dechia. But I should point out that the Gemara is also different than the first and the, the, first and the third medrash. Because the first and the third medrash is learning that it was a hiraisha. According to the first medrash, it was a hiraisha that's dechia. According to the third, it was a hiraisha that it's like a carbon seabird. But the Gemara is bringing it as a kabachaymer. You can't have a kabachaymer for hiraisha. Hiraisha means that this is like an not ordinary case, it was a one-time thing. So how do you bring a Kabbalah for Hayra Shah? can't. So if the Gemara is bringing Hayra Shah, it's clearly learning that this, that they were allowed to bring the um, Karbanas and Asi, and that it was Deicha Shabbos the first time, that's actually a Din. And therefore you're able to learn a Kabbalah from it. And the Rabbi also says that the Rambam, the Chayra follows in the style of the Gemara, that it was Deicha, it's in Yom and he t- tells us that in the Gemara and also in the Rambam, where it discusses these ideas of the Kabbalah of the it doesn't say it was through a tzivay of Hashem. The Gemara, and the Gemara goes far weiter and says it's actually a Kabbalah The Rambam doesn't get into the Kabbalah But the Chayra, according to the Rambam, again, it's an Indian of Tehia, not an Indian of Chutra. Well, in other words, according to the Gemara, we learn a din from the story of the Chanukas Hamazbeach by Venetian that Mitzad, the importance of the Chanukah and the Chanukah it's able to be Doicha Shabbos, which is Mr. Skila. So, who din by the Chanukahs of the Beis Mikdash? It's so important, the Chanukah, this Chanukah, that it's able to be Doicha, a something which is an Anush, a Nish of Kars.